For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the second hour of the Live with Rank show. It is Free Speech Friday. Many of you know what that means. You call in with whatever you'd like or what we're talking about. 269-441-9595. Once again, that's 269-441-9595. You can email me at rank R E as an excellent NK at townsquaremedia.com. In the first hour, we talked about some Michigan issues. Illage, Little Caesars own company is issuing parking tickets. We don't believe that's uh, doable or legal. Also, if you're waiting for your $400 auto insurance refund, it can come anywhere from now until uh, May 9th. I think they have till May 9th to get it to you. And if anybody calls you and says, we need this information so we can expedite this $400 to you or get it to you, hang up on them. Or actually ask them uh, uh, certain information of them. Well, I'll tell you what. You give me your name and number. And I will look into that and I'll get back to you. And watch how fast they hang up. Because... It's just automatically going to come to you if your car was fully insured or insured, I should say, where you're paying the MCCA fund as of October 31st, 2021. $400 per vehicle that was insured that you were paying that fee on. Okay. We also went into uh, does the University of Michigan football team support people who hate America? I wrote a piece about that. It's out there at WBCKFM.com or WKMI.com or wherever you're listening to me on. The affiliates, as I keep reminding you, my articles uh, take a little bit longer time to get up on their website. But you can always go to my Facebook, not Facebook. You could go to my Facebook page or the show's Facebook page, Live Rank Live, I think. They wouldn't let me name it Live with Rank. Uh, Or the flagship station's WBCK Facebook page and Find the link there, read it, and then come back and comment if you want. Uh, that's why we have it on these uh, social media sites where you'll be able to comment to you guys get involved in it. I'll get further into that piece because I saw that I had a lawyer who calls into our show uh, from time to time on to talk about the parking issue thing. And I figured he would want to address this other issue I was talking about. And that is a California group made up. It's a task force that was set up by their governor to look at slavery reparations Uh, has come forth and say, yes, we believe we should give reparations to people who and they decided descendants of those who were enslaved. How you can prove that in a court of law, I don't know. I would assume they're just not going to take everybody's uh, word for it or they're just not going to say, well, you know, what is it? Me and three or whatever those groups are that say uh, take the their uh, DNA. I, I, I just don't know. The issue is, A, first of all, California was never a slave state. 
and never had Jim Crow laws. That's specific to California. The second issue is you may want to discuss discrimination because it certainly happened for a very long time after slavery ended. Because slavery ended 157 years ago. So what is going on here is these people who are asking for reparations for slavery. It's basically a movement of, um, it's a wealth redistribution plan. You want to take money from people who did not discriminate, meaning they didn't enslave anybody, and give that money to people who did not discover this discrimination of slavery. Who did not suffer, if I said that correctly. So in reality, it's a bait and switch. They're saying, no, well, it's actually for the, the, the quote, systemic um, racism that happens and is still happening today. I completely agree that there was systemic racism for a long time. But that also ended a long time ago. Is there still racism out there? Of course there is. And there always will be. Do I believe if there were people enslaved today, should they get paid? Heck yeah. Like I said, when when uh, when our prosecutors put someone in jail and then we find out 15 years later that they didn't do it, I'm all for them getting paid. And these prosecutors uh, should maybe uh, be fired. Certainly looked into it. And then what happens? How many families came to this country after slavery ended? My family came to this country well after slavery ended. Do I have to pay? And can it be legal to say we're going to take money from white people and give or everybody, all colors, and give it only to one color? Now, remember... If, if it was, uh, they were directly affected by what they're saying, slavery, meaning they were enslaved, slam dunk. Yeah, I would totally agree with it. What are your guys' thoughts? Let's go back to John. Uh, you were just about to address that, and I noticed I was going to a top-of-the-hour hard break. Go ahead, John. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you, I don't know what the other attorneys told you was the basis for their belief, but if all I say is I don't believe it's correct, that doesn't give you anything. You need to follow the history of this. First of all, the state of California is a sovereignty unto itself. And it can do almost anything it wants to do, provided they haven't signed up and limited themselves one way or another. Now, in this country, every state that's a sovereignty must have a Republican form of government. That is a legislature a judiciary, and an executive. And California has its own constitution and laws. If what they're doing doesn't violate California's constitution and laws, then to that extent, they can do it. Well, I, yeah, and that's a good point. You're delineating between uh, state money, because that would be state taxpayer money going to them, as long as they're not sure. taking it from federal uh, money. Well, they can, right. That's it. With, with the federal, that's signing up for something else. That's just where I'm going to. Before California became a state, it had to pledge allegiance to the United States of America and the United States Constitution. And there is, in the Constitution, the 14th Amendment. And this is where they get in trouble, okay? 
they are creating disparate standards. There are two types of violations under the 14th Amendment. One can be the due process and the other can be the equal protection. To take and give money to a group of people, such as black people, brown people, or what have you. Or even if it was just white people. It's, the color is not that what is key here. It's defining people by their color and then giving them money from other people who are, don't have the same color. Under the 14th Amendment equal protection, there are two standards. There's reasonable state basis for doing it, or there's a compelling state interest. Well, in the United States Constitution, we have the equality clause, okay? We don't have uh, the clause that the French had, okay? And, and they had the uh, egalitarian clause, which is what is being pushed by rank. So in order for the state of California to meet the Equal Protection Clause in the United States, they're going to have to show, in my opinion, and I hope my colleagues will correct me where I'm wrong, they're going to have to show a compelling state interest in taking this action. Now, compelling state interests are frowned upon. Well, John, John, let me stop you there just so I make sure everybody understands. So what you're saying is it could be legal via the state law but illegal via federal law and a correct. federal case could be brought that's correct okay. and uh, you they have no right to go against the federal law because they signed up and agreed to honor the federal law so i think where the problem gets clarified is there is no compelling state interest for it there does not exist uh this uh across the board racism and uh, they're not going to be able to meet the compelling state interest test. And everyone except Tangy Brown Jackson is going to vote against it. Well, you know, you, you, you think the others would vote against it? Uh, yes, uh, I think they're smarter than than Tangy Brown. She has showed that she doesn't care what's written in the law, just like the uh, immigration law that uh, uh, she uh, uh, overruled Trump and the executive. Right, branch. right, right, right. The law said she couldn't do it. So where in the 14th Amendment are you pointing to, John, that you believe? I'm talking, I'm talking about equal protection portion of the 14th Amendment. Which would mean that if you take money from people of one color and give it to another color, that is not equal protection under the 14th if, Amendment. If you violate my rights to equal protection because my friend Joe Jones is getting the money from me, okay? You're violating the equal protection clause, and you don't have a compelling reason, a compelling state interest in doing that, and the Supreme Court is going to tell them you may not do it. All right, John. Thanks a lot for calling in and holding in as long as you have. I really appreciate that. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. I know this is a tough situation. I don't know how many people out there will talk about it like I am. But I'm just one of these guys who will talk about anything. I'm not afraid to talk about anything. I just want things to be understood, people to be informed. Everybody's going to, many people's going to push on the emotional part of this issue. And they're going to dare politicians who have power to do something about this to go against that emotional part 
I just, again, I try to break things down to simplicity. To say you're going to take money from one group, that's one color, and give it to another group that's another color, it just doesn't, it's A, it's it's not fair, unless though that other group was aggrieved by the state, which the only ones that were truly, when you're talking about slavery reparations, were the slaves, definitely, And definitely first, second generation, third generation after that. I acknowledge that there was systemic racism in our country, you know, through the 50s, that's for sure. Started breaking down in the 60s. I don't believe there is an ounce of systemic racism today. Do I believe there's bigots and racist? Heck yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Your thoughts? Lines are open. 269-441-9595. You listen to me, Rank, on the Live with Rank show, and we'll be right back after this. You listen to Live with Rank on this free speech Friday. We are, as I keep saying, rocking and rolling today. I'm in that uh, mood, that rock and roll mood, and this song just keeps me going, or these songs do. 269-441-9595. Nine five. If you'd like to join us today, let's go to G- who's next. Here he is, Jerry. Good morning, Jerry. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. Yeah, on the reparations thing, I thought when our uh, most of the people from the north they they had relatives that fought in the Civil War to free the slaves, and they had to have been almost all white people. I thought that should have. Uh, paid the debt owed to blacks. I really do. All and right. I think they should be grateful, you know. Well, that's what. <laughs> well, let's 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 watch our choice of words. I mean, uh, grateful that those people died for their uh, freedom and other things. See, the argument on that is that well, it really wasn't for the uh, the Civil War is not due to slavery is what what the argument on that is. And you know, maybe a different point would be if if they're going to ask for reparations for. Though uh, for people who were uh, descendants or or just any well here there you go if they're asking for reparations for all black people then all white people should get reparations for the white people who died uh, trying to um, liberate uh, black people so hmm, thanks for bringing that up appreciate that Jerry what do you guys think there's people who died. Attempting to liberate. Now, again, they may have not gone there for that. They were going there for some other reason. But in reality, that's what happened. So do all white people get reparations too? That's something that came up under Jerry. Now, I know people are going to get angry at me. and they, I'm just throwing these things out. Let's discuss it. That's all this is. Does the University of Michigan football team support people who hate America? And as I wrote the very first sentence, I know many people will believe that my headline goes too far. Let me first build my case and then you decide if it goes too far. 
yes, this has to do with Colin Kaepernick being made the honorary captain of the University of Michigan spring football game. As I've told you before, there are many people who reported on this. I want a different avenue, and I always will. So please don't just disregard my articles if you say, well, I saw that yesterday, so-and-so reported on it. So Colin Kaepernick, a former San Francisco quarter, uh, quarterback, yeah, who now makes his living off of suing organizations, has told the world how much he hates America. Many in the United States have just simply decided to ignore what he says. So I asked the question, is this the kind of person that should represent the University of Michigan football team as honorary captain? They couldn't find anyone with stronger American patriotism? Someone who the American people can support? Someone who loves America? Many in the United States have just simply decided to ignore what he said. Back in 2016, Colin Kaepernick told Steve Weich, an NFL media reporter, that he kneels during the national anthem because, quote, I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that opposes, excuse me, oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football and would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the streets and people getting paid leave and getting away with their murder, end quote. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what did he say? I am not going to fight, excuse me, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people. For those of you who don't know, Colin Kaepernick is a black man who is a multi, 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 multi millionaire in a country that he says, quote, oppresses black people and people of color, end quote. Back in 2014, he signed a $114 million contract with the San Francisco 49ers. When he was eventually let go because of his performance, because he didn't play well at all, he sued the NFL for racism and I think got $10 million out of them. So think about that. And he also talks about oppressing black people and people of color. Are black people not people of color? Why did he say black people and people of color? Are white people not people of color, Colin? If white is not a color, Colin, then what is it? Now, how did Colin feel about this country, police and prisons back in 2020? He lays out his thoughts in an article that was published in Medium. And all of the links are there for you guys. He's now calling for the abolishing police and prisons, which he believes are unjust systems. When it comes to reforming or, quote, reimagining, end quote, the police and prisons, in his own elegant words, he states F, but says the whole word, reform. Because he's brilliant. He knows how to use language. He wants the abolition of both the police and prison. He states, quote, abolition is a means to create a future in which justice and liberation are fundamental to realizing the full humanity of communities. Practices of abolitionists are focused on harm reduction, public health, and the well-being of people. 
Demands to defund the police and prisons are one of the ways to first realize the goals of investing in people and divesting from punishment and in time, progress to complete abolition of the uh, carceral state, including police and policing. This numbnuts wants all police departments to be disbanded and all prisons to be opened and all prisoners to be let out and having no police to secure us. You see, I think I'm building a pretty good case. He then states that he does have something to replace the police and the prisoners with. And that is, quote, to be clear, the abolition of these institutions is not the absence of accountability, but rather the establishment of transformative and restorative processes that are not rooted in punitive practices. So someone rapes your daughter or your wife. We don't want to give them any punitive practices. We want to give them transformative and restorative processes. If someone kills someone in your family, we don't want to punish them. Well, first of all, if you have no police, how are you going to round up these people, Colin? You ever think of that? Now, I believe the guy's not that very bright, and he's given this stuff to write and say. Because I would sit there and say, I'm not going to say this baloney. That's insane. He goes on to say, by abolishing policing and prisons, not only can we eliminate white supremacist establishments, so black communities don't believe that there should be police in prison. Anybody out there who's black who agrees with this guy? They're black communities don't think that people should be arrested. Are there countries out there that are uh, majority black that don't have police? Uh, Colin, point to me where there is a majority of black people in a country that have no police or no prisons and tell me how that's going. He goes on to say, but we can create space for budgets to be reinvested directly into communities to address mental health needs, homelessness, and houselessness. Oh, really? Again, showing you his brilliance. What's the difference, Colin? Excuse me, Colin. Question, question. What's the difference between homelessness and houselessness? Please let me know. Access to education and job creation, as well as community-based methods of accountability. This is a future that centers the needs of the people, a future that will make us safer, healthier, and truly free, end quote. Excuse me, uh, Colin, uh, aren't there already mental health uh, uh, programs out there? There may need more, but aren't there already mental health programs? And aren't there already homeless programs? And aren't there only, well, I can't say houseless programs because I don't know your difference between homeless and houseless. And education? Uh, who doesn't have access to education? Uh, excuse me, Colin. Who Can you point to someone who does not have access? To, one person, Colin. Point me to one child that does not have access to education, please. And job creation? There's plenty of black companies uh, out there creating jobs. Not only do they only com- companies and entrepreneurs, they create jobs. Still, he thinks... That, Oh, this is what I ask you a question then. Still think he doesn't hate America or at least wants people to believe he hates America because it brings him fame and fortune? Here's what he tweeted on July 4th, 2020. Black people have been dehumanized, brutalized, 
criminalized, terrorized by Americans for centuries and are expected to join your commemoration of independence while you enslaved our ancestors. We reject your celebration of white supremacy and look forward to liberation for all, end quote. There's more. We'll come back right after this. You listen to Live with Rank on this Free Speech Friday. Thank you very much for that. We're talking about this. Well, I ended up writing, it ended up being a quite lengthy piece because I had to build my case. Does the University of Michigan football team support people who hate America? Yes, and it has to do with Colin Kaepernick that I believe if people will... uh, What's the word? Use common sense in what he has said and done. I think that you would find that he, certainly by his actions and his words, that he that he hates America. This piece is out there at wbckfm.com or wkmi.com. Check it out. I've been giving you a big parts of it on July 4th of 2020. He tweeted out black people have been dehumanized, brutalized, criminalized, terrorized by America for centuries and are expected to join your uh, commemoration of independence while you enslaved our ancestors. We reject your celebration of white supremacy and look forward to liberation for all. So I asked the question, were black people dehumanized, brutalized, criminalized, and terrorized by Americans? Yes. But for centuries, including today, no. Should we forget and move on from the days of slavery and extreme discrimination? No. Should we stop living in the past, teach our children what had occurred in the past, and celebrate where we have come to today? Yes. This week, Jim Harbaugh and the University of Michigan named Kaepernick honorary captain for the U of M spring football game. Now, just so you know, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh coached Kaepernick when they were at the 49ers between 2011 and 14. Back in 2016, Harbaugh said the following, quote, this is about his hatred for America, his being Colin. I acknowledge his right to do that. It's his kneeling. But I don't respect the motivation of the action. Well, then he must have gotten some heat. And shortly after that, he tweeted out, I apologize for misspeaking my true sentiments. To clarify, I support Colin Kaepernick's motivation. It's his method of action that I take exception to. And I've always said that. This is America. You want to hate America? You want to protest America? Go ahead. Why did you choose to take a knee during the national anthem? Be a man. Don't be a coward and do it in the middle of your game. Because this is what they say. And I've told you guys this before. They say, well, you know what? That's when we get the most attention. And that's when we do it. No, you'll get much more attention because everybody's doing that. You'll get much more attention as if in, I don't know, the fourth quarter, you're down by three. And you just take a knee. Let the other team score. Or you're up by three. You take a knee and let the other team score. Then you'll get attention. Or you're a basketball game with the last 30 seconds. Take a knee. 
Stop. Let the other team score as much as they can. Then you'll get attention. You're a soccer player. Like soccer, there was no scoring the entire game. And at the end of the game, guys got a minute left. But you don't know there's a minute left because in soccer, they don't tell you how much time's left in the game, which is very odd. And you're running down. Uh, you're playing defense. It's the goalie, you, and offensive player from the other team. It's 0-0 as typical in soccer. And you're driving. We believe there's seconds left. Take a knee. The goalie and the defensive defensive player, take a knee. Then you'll get attention. They do it during the national anthem to show their hatred for America. And that's why I say he hates it. And I asked the question in my piece, by naming Colin an honorary captain, does the University of Michigan believe that, quote, America is a country that opposes black people, oppresses black people and people of color? Does the University of Michigan believe that, quote, there are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder, end quote? Does the University of Michigan believe that, quote, we should abolish all policing and prisons, that black people have been dehumanized, brutalized, criminalized, and terrorized by Americans for centuries. That July 4th and every day we should, quote, reject your celebration of white supremacy and look forward to liberation for all, end quote. Now, I believe I made my case of why I believe Colin Kaepernick either hates America or at least wants people to believe he hates America because that brings him fame and fortune. Do you guys believe so? Now, Colin can certainly have his concerns on what is happening in America today. Yeah, we do not have to believe his statements when he makes them with zero facts to support them. Do you believe that making Colin an honorary captain of their football team says that they hate uh, shows their support of hatred of America? And if not, would you say the same thing? So, again, do you believe that making Colin an honorary captain of their football team, they support his hatred of America. And I repeated that because listen to this. If not, would you say the same thing about someone who supports the policies of former President Trump and welcome people from his administration to be awarded such praise from U of M? 269-441-9595. I was in a conversation on one of these sports sites that a very, very intelligent person wrote, this is the most ignorant uh, S word spelled with a Y I've ever read. I responded to that. And I'll tell you about that coming up right after this. It's free speech Friday. Lines are open. You guys can give us a call at 269-441-9595. You listen to live with rank. We'll get to the phones real quickly. I just want to inform you of this interesting discussion I had with someone who was upset with me on the piece I wrote. As I stated I believe it's a he, they write, this is the most ignorant S word I've ever read. I wrote back, instead of just calling people names, why not explain why you feel that way? And he wrote, quote, I did call anyone a name, but this entire article is BS. So I then write, quote, I did call anyone a name, end quote. I see what I'm dealing with here. By the way, you did not even know I was the person because he didn't know I was the person who wrote 
the piece. And if you can look at the picture, it's me. Uh, well, it says rank. Now, in his piece, he says, never once did he says he hates America. In his last reply, he hates America. Right? It's like Joe Biden. He never said to fund the police. He said redistribute money away from police budgets to somewhere else. You know, it's the same ignorant, unintelligent response. He never said I hate, he hates America. So I said this to him. I said, uh, doo -doo. by the way, you didn't even know I was the person who wrote the piece. I stated my case. If you disagree, fine. At the moment, this is still America and we can do that. You can say that, quote, I never said I hate my wife girlfriends, boyfriends, fill in the blank, end quote, and then say every nasty thing in the world about them and say, quote, I never said I hated dot, 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 end quote. Really? Is that your argument? And his response is, well, you have a serious problem with picking and choosing what to comment on. I clearly stated his action as well as his words. Again, not addressing, obviously, what I wrote out there, because you don't have to say I hate someone to undermine them, say every nasty thing you've ever said. Oh, because they never said I never said I hated you, honey. I just said you're a big, disgusting, fat, smelly pig. I can't stand your face. But I never said I hated you. Not at all. Why would you sit there and tell people I hate you? I love you. Let's go to the phone lines. Friends have been waiting for a while, and I do appreciate that. He wanted to bring something up about Bill of Attainer. So, Fred, thank you for holding on. From Hastings, I appreciate that. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think it was it's Article 9, Section, or Article 1, Section 9, Paragraph 3, which says Congress shall not pass a Bill of Attainer. And Article 1, Section 10, no state shall pass a bill of attainder. And I think there's somewhere else it appears. Well, we have to explain to people what a bill of attainder is. And it is, I looked it up because I had asked Fred at a break if he was going to answer it. And he couldn't answer it at the time. Um I had it right here. A legislative act that imposes punishment without a trial. That's what a bill of attainer is. So yes. how do you, well, are you trying, are you, okay, go ahead. Reparations would be a, basically what would be a civil uh, complaint, a civil law and, uh, Congress can well no finish that or the state finish that Fred then and the punishment would be the cash that they're taking from you to pay to someone else right yeah okay. it, it, it's kind of like a gasoline bill or an electric bill see mm -hmm. but uh it also says that uh attain attainder the bill of attainder applies only during the life of the person attainted. So if great-grandpa owned slaves, great-grandpa is not around, and there's no claim for reparations. So you believe that it's illegal what they're trying, that what they're attempting to do 
from the perspective of, of uh, the bill of attainer, uh, where that lawyer who had called in John said uh, it was uh, from the 14th Amendment. Well, the 14th Amendment does grant persons rights, but it does not authorize someone to... Uh, I don't think it ever authorized anyone to be uh, punished for the activities of deceased ancestors. Yeah, well, no, he was going to the equality cause. All right, so I got it. I appreciate you calling in, Fred, and and waiting uh, to let us know about the, that perspective of the bill of attainer. And it it does sound certainly um, reasonable to me. So thanks a lot, Fred. Appreciate that. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five is the number. If you'd like to join us, love to hear from you. Luann writes, Rank Kaepernick must be very conflicted as he is half white and half black. His girlfriend, uh, Nasa Diab or whatever, is an activist and MTV personality. His activism started about the same time as the relationship. Does he self-flagellate himself? Wait, flagellate. Is that the right word? I don't know. I wonder. I love it when people use this argument. Well, they didn't say defund the police. He just says move money out of the police department and somewhere else. He didn't say defund it. He didn't say he hated America. He just said all these things nasty about America. I, I think I build my case. I'm, uh, I'm sad that the University of Michigan decided to go down that path. So now all these things I just told you about him and what... We get a puff piece written in M Live. Michigan football takes in Colin Kaepernick's work hard message. Work hard, really? This is a guy who refused to go when he was complaining that no team would take him. They actually even wrote the blackballed former NFL uh, quarterback, which is an opinion to mine. This is a guy where teams said, all right, if you come on this day, we will work you out and see if we want to do a contract with you. He refused to go on that day. Why? Because he didn't want to work hard. It's hard to, to, to uh, be a professional athlete. It is very hard. And he just didn't want to do it when he could get money suing people. Or at least the NFL, $10 million. So that's what kills me about his work hard message. His work hard message, yeah, it was for a while until he found out he didn't have to work hard to make millions of dollars. Offensive tackle said, quote, he said a few words, but we definitely got a lot out of it. It was really cool to see like one of the guys playing from my childhood come and speak. Give us a couple of words of encouragement. He's really nice. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.